Welcome back to the Jamil Gabriel Show. I'm your host, Jamil Gabriel. So, um, within the past three days that I did this podcast, a lot of things has happened. So, let's talk about... First, let's talk about this GameStop fiasco because I'm tired of hearing about it. Okay. So, I I wrote down what exactly is going on. From my understanding, this is what it's going down. And I'm going to give you the simple way... And the complicated way, okay, or the complicated definition and the simple definition. So, the simple definition is um, Wall Street bet that GameStop was going to go bankrupt. Um, the people, millions of people, decided to give a few bucks here and there to GameStop, and um, Wall Street lost on that bet. That, that's essentially what happened. That was the gamble. So. And now, so for the complicated version, okay? And some people have saw what it says. But we got to talk about... Um, so, okay. We got to talk about short. Uh, shorts. It's called the short. So, example, all right? Let's say I want a short of GameStop, which has a current price of $10. I borrow one share and sell it immediately at $10. I have $10 now. But I owe my broker the one share I borrowed. Then let's say the price of GameStop drops to $7. I now decide to cover, buy it back, my short position and buy one share at $7 and return the one borrowed share to my broker. I made $10 when I sold and only had to pay $7 to buy it back. However, so my profit is $3 difference. Now let's say that instead of the GameStop price dropping to $7, it goes up to $15. I still need to return the one borrowed share to my broker, except now it's going to cost me a lot more to buy it back. If I buy it back at $15, I can return the borrowed shares. My losses will be the $5 difference between selling at $10 and rebuying at $5. Since the price can rise indefinitely, my potential losses as a short seller are unlimited. At some point, I have to buy it back to return the shares I borrowed. The more the price rises, the bigger my losses. Now... What happened was a few weeks ago, Redditor on r slash Wall Street Bets noticed that a hedge fund had taken a massive amount of short trades against GameStop. They convinced everyone on the threats, join forces, and buy as much GameStop stock as possible. This made the price rise, and the hedge fund short position started to lose billions. Their losses even surpassed the $13.1 billion that the hedge fund was worth. Eventually, the hedge fund had to close their short positions and buy all the GameStop uh, stock back at much, much higher prices, sending the price even higher still. This is called a short squeeze. Now the hedge fund is declaring bankruptcy and the Reddit thread is combing through other hedge funds with massive short exposure so they can short squeeze them into bankruptcy as well. All of Wall Street is saying that this public joining in together in the fashion should be illegal, but really they just lost at their own game to the masses. So yes, I couldn't have explained it better myself. That is what I'm getting at. And I'm not like 100% sure on exactly, you know, how the economy, or not the economy, but um, stocks work. But that's, from what I know, that's pretty much it. So yeah, they they went in bed and now Robinhood, I'm about to delete that app because I think they're, you know, a piece of junk. Because they want to side with Wall Street. They don't really care. They just wanted you to put your money in there. So I'm about to pull out and then let Robinhood or... Um, Sheriff Nottingham, you know, become what it is. So um, there's there, the reason I bring this up is because Ted Cruz 
And everyone was like, hey, we got to stand up for the little guy. All right, we're going to stand up for the little guy. And then uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, which is now Alexandria Ocasio-Smollett, decided to uh, say, we should stand for the little guy and I will find legislation and blah, 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 because now big money is going, oh, well, I, we lost billions of dollars, which is just ridiculous because one, the little guy finally won. All right, it was a David and Goliath scenario, and they were David. And the cool thing about it is, and it should make you feel happy, that this whole GameStop fiasco, there was a lot of people that were starving on the street, broke, all this other stuff, and now they're millionaires. So you know what? Good on them. I wish I was one of them because it was at $4, and I knew GameStop was going to go bankrupt, and I didn't decide to buy it. But that's just my luck. So, but anyway, Alexandria Ocasio-Smollett or Cortez said, uh, we should, uh, stand up for the little guy and, you know, make sure they go after Wall Street and blah, blah, blah. And then Ted Cruz, like, retweeted it. Yes, I agree. And then Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez wrote something like along lines like, you should resign for trying to have me killed. And so... There was an outcry of all this other stuff. Ted Cruz didn't resign, but he uh, he went against Donald Trump. He said, you know, Donald Trump incited this riot and he should be punished for this action. And uh, that nearly got my fellow colleagues killed. So it just showed he was a sellout. He's a wuss. Congratulations. You voted for a wuss. That's why he barely, 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 barely won against Beto Smolier. Um, so, well, um, after that, you know, uh, Smollett or Smollett 2 decided to, decided to double down on, on this. This is, this is the funny part is because she thought that she was being slick. Like she loved the attention. They're like, oh, are you okay? Are you, are you okay? I'm so sorry for this. I'm so sorry that, that you almost got killed. And then, so she, she ran with it. She was like. Yeah, you know what? I'm liking this attention. I, I, I love it, guys. I mean, come on. Give me more. So she came out with like a 90-minute long Instagram video talking about all the details, saying how they were purposely going after her, where they were yelling, going, where is she? Where is she? You know, um, and then she hid in the bathroom. She was like, um, you know, that Jurassic Park scene where, where like, they're crawling in the kitchen and the velociraptors are uh, chasing after them. And, you know, she's trying not to make a noise. Or um, if you haven't seen Jurassic Park, the Get Out movie. Or, yeah, I think it's called Get Out with the blind dude. And they're like, they're trying to sneak past her. And that, that's pretty much what it made it sound like. She was like cowering in the bathroom. And then a police officer came in. And what really sickens me about this story is because she called the police officer racist. The guy that was trying to help her, she said he was racist because he thought she said she thought that she was going to be killed by this police officer. I bullshit you not. She she literally said that. She said, I was going to get killed. I didn't know if I should trust him, but I didn't have any other choice because he was white. He's, he's a police officer. He works at the Capitol. I'm pretty sure Secret Service wouldn't just allow normal, you know. People that want to kill Congress, 
In fact, if they did, they would have. Ju- he would just fire. I mean, he has a he has a pistol. I'm pretty sure. Here, two in the ten spot. Done. You're dead. If he really wanted to kill you, he's an officer of the law. He's abiding by the law. He's doing his job, protecting you. But because he's white, you know, she she didn't trust him because she's a minority. Well, anyway, she keeps going on and on, and saying. And I I do want to address that she said that. She felt like she was sex, uh, that it was akin to, you know, an accuser or she had abusive relationship and she was assaulted. I don't know if that's true because this is what I'm going to say. Um, of course you should believe the, you know, the teller, but she's not on a good track record if she's going to, you know, and this is where the story comes to an end. She lied. She straight up lied. So after this Instagram post came out, you know, she's getting all the attention she she wants. And then someone started digging, digging a little bit. You know, when you have like six million followers, something someone's going to end up digging and they, they have the power. Right. You're going to have some nerd that was there or some nerd that could like hack into your computer files and see it or hack in your tweets and then just add up the math. I mean, Steven Crowder announced like the timestamps of the tweets and all this other stuff. Just doesn't make sense because I guess um, they didn't like officially break into the Capitol building at 1.46 p.m. And she was uh, she was already in the basement at like 1.44 or 1.38. It's something along that. It's just hardcore evidence stating that she is a liar. She's lying. It's it's really that simple. She is a liar. Just no doubt about it. First off, the riots were in the Capitol building. Her office was down the street. It was across the street. Um, another representative was like, what are you talking about? It's like, I literally see you when I come to work. It's like, you're, you're right next to me. You're right next to me in the same cubicle. Your office isn't like somewhere special. It's right there. So she got caught in a lie and for two days... The new name Alexandria Ocasio-Smollett is trending on Twitter. I'm surprised even Twitter is being even used after they did Donald Trump dirty, but whatever. So Alexandria Ocasio-Smollett is now uh, trending. And so she sent out an email to all her followers saying, like, fight back, take down uh, all this other BS. And people are calling it out for it. And they're like, you got caught. Okay, you got caught. I I don't understand why Alexandria Ocasio Smollett and Jussie Smollett decided to just lie and then double down on it. You got caught in a lie. Just say like, you know what? I hate Donald Trump. I hate him so much that I want to rile the masses. I have more respect for you if you say that. Okay, that would have been 100% true. Jussie Smollett came out after that and said, well, it could have happened because of Donald Trump. No, no, that's not what we're arguing for. We're asking, did it happen to you? Did it actually happen to you? We're not asking if it could have happened. I mean, anything could technically happen. We're just simply asking, did it happen? And the answer is no. So don't tell us, oh, well, it could have happened. So Alexander Cortez, she, uh, or no, sorry, Smollett, Decided to double down. She's like, she did the same thing as Jussie Smollett. She said, 
Well, uh, it was a lot of banging. It was actually the police officer that came in and saved me. I thought it was the rioters. I was I was watching TV or something like that. Dude, shut up. Just shut the hell up. You're done. Okay? I, I mean, you are an embarrassment to millennials. Are, are you even a millennial? I don't know. I think she's like two years younger than me. She's like born 92 or something like that. She's an embarrassment for us. I mean, it, it, it's honestly embarrassing. I... I'm done talking about her. I'm done talking about her. She got caught. It's hilarious. I'm glad she's getting what she deserves. I'm glad she's going to be embarrassed for the rest of her life. And people are going to use that. Just like they use the January 6th riots. Just like they're using the uh, Russia investigation hoax. They're just, just using everything. And um, what's it called? Snopes or Scopes or whatever. They were a fact-checking site. They said... Well, it's mostly false. No, it's false. It's false. She lied. Liar, liar, pants on fire. She is a liar. Not mostly false, mostly true bullcrap. And it spun the story saying that it was it was the police officer. And uh, <laughs> look, first off, fact checkers, you're done. I don't care about you. Quit, quit trying to fact check everything. You're done. I don't care. In fact, you should just name your channel or name your website op-ed because to me, it's an opinion. There is no way you're going to convince me on anything. I don't even care if someone makes a statement that the sky is blue. Okay. I, I can see it that the sky is blue. I don't, I don't care. I don't care if you say it's true. If it's like a hundred percent true, undeniable fact that the sky is blue. If it's on your website, I will think it's an opinion. I will consider it the complete opposite of what you write. Every single time. You are done to me. I'm just not even going to click on your channel or whatever. It just doesn't matter. I just don't care about it. It's it's blatant lies. Okay? And to prove it, Candace Owens sued you guys and won. They, she won. So that proves if you were telling the truth, would you have, I mean, you would have won, right? No, you didn't. Candace Owens sued your ass. You lost. So that is, um, that's what's going on with that. All right, next subject. Now let's talk about the woman of the hour, Liz Cheney. And I am loving this. This this puts a smile on my face. This is what gets me through the day. After all the doom and gloom that's going on, and there is a lot of doom and gloom. But what makes me smile every day is people are waking up and people are fighting back. They are fighting back. Liz Cheney was kicked off the Republican committee. After she voted against Donald Trump. Finally, people realize, wait a minute, you're not our leader. You're a representative. You represent us, the will of the people. You aren't allowed to vote for whatever you want. You're only allowed to vote for what we want. So Liz Cheney got kicked off. She had the votes. It, overwhelming. She had a 13% approval rating. Most of the counties voted her to get the hell off. They kicked her out. She is done. 
And it just makes me so happy. And I, I hope this happens everywhere. I hope that this is a new rising. You know what Donald Trump did? He woke us up and showed and showed the hypocrisy, the bullcrap that's going on. And now people are waking up and they're like, wait a minute. I mean, life was a little bit better with Donald Trump. The American dream was alive. I mean, we're going to Beijing Biden. So Liz Cheney is out. I love how Mitch McConnell doubled down, said, well, she's a great Republican co congressman. No. All right. You're going to be out too, Mitch. You're lucky you made it by the skin of your teeth. You made it by the skin of your teeth. Now that we saw your true face, you're not going to last in 2025. That's a freaking guarantee. You are done. Now, another good thing is they need Trump. They have to have Trump. The GOP needs Trump. If for even a sliver of margin, they need Trump. In fact... Um, new evidence suggests that the reason why the Georgia runoffs, um, the Democrats won, the reason is because there was no Republican turnout. Republicans didn't turn out because, and a lot of very people were interviewed and they said because they saw how uh, Georgia was treating Trump, was treating Donald, so they didn't vote. They they didn't vote. That's why it was lost. And I, I was really thinking about it. I'm like, how could Georgia's pretty red? I mean, I remember buying like a box of uh, 762 by 54 and buying like a crate full of Mosin Nagants for pretty cheap. They're pretty they're pretty red, man. Like I, I just didn't understand it at first. And now evidence has come out where millions of people just stayed home. They didn't even vote. They didn't even vote for uh they didn't even vote in the absentee. They saw how much it's they screwed Trump in the election. They were pissed off and they said, I'm not gonna vote. It's that simple. So if the Republicans even want to stand a chance, they're gonna have to follow Donald Trump's orders, and it makes me happy. It makes me freaking excited knowing that. That they cannot hold on to their power. There is no way. People would rather live in a totalitarian state than um, <laughs> than vote Republican. Or vote corporatists. Vote for these rhinos. Republican in name only. Vote for these rhinos. They, they would rather risk losing the party and giving it to the Democrats than... <laughs> Voting again for these rhinos or not voting and losing it to the rhinos or losing it to the Democrats. So get on board, guys, because this fight is long overdue. All right. Now let's talk about the man of the hour, the big man himself, according to Hunter Biden, the big man. Jim Crow Joe Beijing Biden. So he lost another hundred thousand jobs. Um, the wall was canceled. Uh, now he plans, according to what her what's the press secretary Jen Jen Kasich or some something like that. Who cares? He um, they said that Joe Biden's not done. He wants to cancel all the pipelines, all of them, every single one. So 
every single pipeline in America. He wants to cancel it all, which that's supposed to improve. That's supposed to improve climate change, even though that we only make up 3% of the world's climate pollution. China and Indian are like the number one people that make up the climate pollution. So, but we, you know, 3%, we got to stop that. We got to be like 1.5% or no, we can't be anything. Um, he wants to, he wants to pass a budget of $4 trillion, $4 trillion in one month. Okay. This is going to include student loans being paid off because those idiots didn't choose, you know, I don't know, a STEM degree, science, technology, engineering, or math. Why not choose one of those degrees? What the hell are you going to choose a degree in lesbian dance theory? What what jobs are there? Okay. You could have went to politics. You could have, you know, you could have done anything. I mean, be like a gym owner or something. Jeez, dude. It's a worthless degree. I mean, I guess I have technically a worthless degree. Well, it's not really worthless because it gets me, it can get me to human resources, law school, lawyer. But <laughs> lesbian dance theory doesn't get you anywhere. It doesn't, it gets you nowhere. So, um, I forgot how much is going to uh, paying off people's or children's students lo student loans. Because, you know, if you take out a loan, it's fine. The government, Uncle Sam will pay for it back. That's how it works. You know, someone else will foot the bill. You know, you can take out loans and be stupid, but someone else foots the bill. Um, what's the other? In like $4 trillion, um, a lot of it goes to foreign countries. He signed up in order to fund abortions in foreign countries because, you know, Americans don't need abortions. It's foreign countries. Those are more important for everyone. Um, vaccine distribution in uh, Guantanamo Bay for the inmates. You know, because uh, screw the Americans. You know, let's let's give a, give the people that, you know, orchestrated 9-11. And don't get me wrong. Bush, and I want to, you know, separate the fact. Bush did put innocent people in that prison. Bush was like, hey, guys, we want terrorists. And what Iraq and Afghanistan did was just grab random people off the street and then give them to Bush. And then we just put them in Guantanamo Bay. That, that's that's what happened. But a lot of them are actually terrorists. A lot of them are Al-Qaeda. A lot of them are the people that orchestrated 9-11. So, but we're, that that's his priority, giving, giving vaccines to them. Um... Another thing was $30 billion. So Trump left $30 billion to farmers. It was like a, an emergency fund. So to get farmers back in the springtime, start growing their crops. So that way in the summer, there's enough food for everyone and Americans. Well, Joe Biden found that. Canceled it completely. It's gone. He decided to give that $30 billion to farmers in China because we want to eat that good, delicious Chinese food. Not Florida oranges. I want to eat those freaking Chinese Beijing commie or communist oranges. That that's what gives us flavor. 
$30 billion is now going to China. It's not going to, it's not going to the American farmers, which Trump had in plan. He is trying to turn down everything Trump did. And you know what? Hey, you, you voted for him. I can't wait to see this shit show. I, I really can't. So he's he's like on the borderline of literally starting another civil war. I mean, he's going to be like uh, James Buchanan. Um, What else? Yeah, but $4 trillion in one month, and uh, I think it's not really going to the American people. Oh, oh wait, $500 million or billion dollars is going to give everyone in America mask because that is important that is that is the that is that is so much more important than giving someone like a stimulus check to you know stimulate the economy which is what happened that's why we didn't get into a great depression after we shut down the economy what ended up happening was trump gave that stimulus check of twelve hundred dollars people spent that money on american stuff got workers back their job and so the third quarter before the election, that's why he could boast a 6.9% unemployment rate because he used that money to get it back into the economy. People spent that money back into the economy. And then those people had to pay taxes and it was getting, the, you know, the trillion dollars getting paid back. It would take years, but, you know, I guess money does grow on trees. So four more trillion dollars because $500 billion goes to mask. Okay, what else did he, uh, or is he giving away? Um, he lied about the $2,000 stimulus checks. We're not getting it anymore. According to him, there's, according to his economic advisors, it would not be feasible to give $2,000 stimulus checks. Don't you guys feel stupid? And you know what? I have to apologize in changing the subject. I, I really do have to apologize about this because this is important. It's, it's weighing deeply on my chest. I said that Joe Biden hasn't done anything for 47 years and he's not going to do anything when he's in office. Man, do I look stupid? I mean, 1 million jobs were canceled, 4 more trillion dollars worth of debt with a deficit of over 500 billion dollars. Which means that more uh we're uh losing money than we are actually gaining it. Of a rate of $500 billion. But, uh, so don't I feel stupid. Because I was wrong. I said that Joe Biden wasn't going to sign anything. <coughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah, but don't I, don't I feel stupid with that? I mean... Um, I, I read news articles saying, um, <laughs> saying that China is, uh, saying that, cause I guess we went through, uh, the Taiwan Strait, the Taiwanese Strait, and, um, China said that that's like a declaration of the new Cold War, trying to make it sound like Beijing Biden isn't gonna, you know, is gonna be tough on China. He, that's what pretty much you're saying. Oh, yeah, he's not tough on China. Oh, yeah, he's, he's a real tough guy. No, that's actually not what happened because uh, Hong Kong released a, released a statement where um, 
Emperor Xi Jinping has announced that he plans to throw everyone in jail that uh, supports a free Hong Kong and Tibet. Throw them all to the gulags. Um, Taiwan announced that China has been pressuring Taiwan for more land. And where's where's Beijing Biden? He hasn't said anything. I mean, I, I'm so glad that our news isn't biased that they don't talk about this. They haven't talked about this. I'm reading the actual uh, the actual newspapers from Taiwan, from Hong Kong. So, but that's okay. I mean, Joe Biden's really tough. He's he's a tough guy, right? He's tough. He's like uh, Joe Pesci from Goodfellas. He, he's he's really tough against Xi Jinping. All right. So I guess now we get to talk about the gun laws because some people don't believe me. Some people have honestly said they don't believe what I said. So I, we're going to sit here with 19 pages and read all of it. Okay. So, H.R. 127, to provide for the licensing of firearm and ammunition possession and the registration of firearms and to prohibit the possession of certain ammunition. In the House of Representatives, January 4th, 2021, Ms. Jackson Lee introduced the following bill, which was referred to the Committee on the Judiciary, to provide the licensing of firearm and ammunition possession and registration of firearms and to prohibit the possession of certain ammunition. Be it enacted by the Senate and House of Representatives of the United States of America and Congress assembled. Section 1, short title. The act may be cited as the the Sabika Sheik Firearm Licensing and Registration Act. Section 2, licensing of firearm and ammunition possession. Registration of firearms. Uh, Firearm licensing registration system. In general, Chapter 44 of Title 18, United States Code is amended by adding to and following. License of firearm and ammunition possession, registration of firearm. In general, the Attorney General through the Bureau of Alcohol, ATF, shall establish a system for licensing possession of firearms and ammunition in the United States and for the registration in the Bureau of each firearm present in the United States. Required information under the firearm registration system, the owner of firearm shall transmit to the Bureau the make, model, and serial number of the firearm, the identity of the owner of the firearm, the date the firearm was acquired by the owner, and where the firearm is or will be stored. And a notice specifying the identity of any person to whom and any period of time during which the firearm will be loaned to the person. Deadline for supplying information. The transmission required by paragraph 1 shall be made. All, in the case of firearm acquired before the effective date of this section, within three months after the effective date of this section, in the case of the firearm acquired on or after the effective date, on the date the owner acquires the firearm database, in general, the attorney general shall establish and maintain a database of all firearms registered pursuant in this subsection. Attorney general shall make the contents of the database accessible to all members of the public all federal and state and local law enforcement authorities, all branches of the United States Armed Forces, and all state and local governments as defined by the Bureau. 
Licensing system requirements, general license, except as otherwise provided in the subsection, the attorney general shall issue to an individual a license to possess firearm and ammunition if the individual has attained 21 years of age after applying for the license, undergoes a criminal background check conducted by the National Institute Criminal and Background Check System established under Section 103 of the Brady Handgun Violence Prevention Act. And... The each or and the check does not indicate the possession of a firearm by the individual would violate subsection G or N of section 922 or state law. Undergoes a psychological evaluation conducted in accordance with paragraph two, and the evaluation does not in indicate an individual is psychologically unsuited to possess a firearm. Successfully completes a training course certified by the Attorney General in the use, safety, and storage of firearms that includes at least 24 hours of training. Demonstrates that on insurance of li the license, individuals have, in effect, an insurance poli policy issued under subsection D, Antique Firearm Display License. The Attorney General shall issue an individual a license to display an antique firearm in a residence or of the individual, if the individual is the holder of a license issued under sub uh, paragraph A, supplies proof that the individual owns an antique firearm, describes the manner in which the firearm will be display displayed in accordance with regulations prescribed by the attorney general, and certifies the firearm will be so displayed, and demonstrates that the individual has provided storage of the firearm in a safe or faculty approved by the attorney general for the storage of firearms. That was just for the residents. For and that's not even for museums. Military style weapons license. The attorney general shall issue to an individual a license to own and possess a military style weapon if the individual is the holder of license issued under subparagraph A. So you need two licenses. After applying for a license under the subparagraph, successfully completes a training course certified by the attorney general in the use safety and storage of the weapon that includes at least 24 hours of training and live fire training psychological evaluation so this is for the same thing that's the same thing all right let's go denial of a license required the eternal general should deny shall a license such a license to an individual if the individual is prohibited by federal law from possessing fire or if the individual has been hospitalized with a mental illness disturbance or diagnosis including depression, homicidal ideation, suicidal ideation, attempted suicide, or addiction to a controlled substance within the meaning of the Controlled Substance Act, or alcohol, or a brain disease, including dementia or Alzheimer's, or on account of conduct that endangers self or others. So, what if they just, you know, there's a lot of different brain disease. I mean, if you go to DSM-5 now, dude, the book is like 3,000 pages. I mean, some of them are just like that are considered disease aren't really disease, but, you know, it technically is. I mean, they always use the extreme cases, but some of it, some people could live perfectly normal. For example, ADHD, ADD, those are diseases and there is nothing inherently wrong with them. I mean, they're perfectly fine in most cases when they're getting treated. It's not like schizophrenia. Schizophrenia. What about insomnia? Someone's just tired. They don't sleep. I mean, there's severe cases, sure. But insomnia, some people, you know, could be diagnosed with insomnia. 
Anyway, let's continue on this, okay? Uh, do, 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 do. Where is it? Okay. Psychological evaluation referred in paragraph two indicates the individual has a chronic mental illness or disturbance or a brain disease referred to subparagraph is addicted to controlled substance has attempted to commit suicide or a prior psychological treatment or evaluation individual engaged in conduct that poses a danger to self or others. What I don't understand is how, how do they know? How would they know? They would need to come up with another bill that negates the HIPAA Privacy Act of 1974. Because only your provider and in your treatment are people allowed to look at your record if you're over the age of 18. So how do they plan to implement this bill and get an evaluation without nullifying the HIPAA Privacy Act of 1974? In general... Oh, a license issued under the subsection individual who is under in, indictment for a crime punishable by imprisonment for a term exceeding one year is hereby suspended. Authorized for lack of firearm insurance. The attorney general may suspend a license under the subsection individual who violated section 922 in the most recent 12-month period. Revocation of license. License issued under the subsection of to an individual who becomes... Prohibited by federal or state law possessing a firearm is hereby revoked. Such an individual shall immediately return the license and surrender all firearms and ammunition owned or possessed by the individual to the attorney general. Expiration of license. A license issued to an individual under the subsection shall expire in the case of a license that has been in effect for less than five years, one year after insurance or renewal, as the case may be. I mean, this is... In, okay, let's talk about this firearm insurance. The Attorney General shall issue to any person who has applied for a license pursuant to subsection C and has paid to the Attorney General the fees specified in paragraph 2 of the subsection, a policy that insures a person against liability for losses and damages resulting from the use of any firearm by the person during the one-year period that begins the date the policy is issued. Fee. The fee specified in paragraph is $800! $800 for your firearm insurance? Are you out of your freaking mind? $800. Jesus Christ. So military-style weapons. Okay, let's talk about military-style weapons. The, the It actually outlines them. Okay. Any of the firearms or copies or duplicates of the firearm in any caliber known as Norinco, Mitchell, and Polytechnologies and Aptiv... Aftermat Kalashnikovs, all models. Action arm Israeli military industries Uzi and Galil, Beretta AR-70, Colt AR-15, Fabrique National FN, FAL, FN, LAR, and FNC. Smith & Wesson M10, M11, M11-9, and M12. Strager AUG. Intratech, Tech 9, Tech DC 9, and Tech 22. And revolving cylinder shotguns such as the Street Sweeper and Striker 12. A semi-automatic rifle that has the ability to accept a detachable magazine and has at least two of a folding or telescoping sight. A pistol grip, grip that protrudes. A bayonet mount, a flash suppressor, or threaded barrel designed to accommodate a flash suppressor. A grenade launcher. Well, that one makes sense. I mean, that 
Good, good job. I don't think people should have grenade launchers as the average person. But you can't get that already without a special license. A semi-automatic pistol that has the ability to accept a detachable magazine. Okay, yeah. So that's every freaking gun around. So what are we going to live in, like 1860? You just have a single-action army? Because that's the only gun I see that's available. A, a semi-automatic pistol with a detachable magazine. That's Glock. That's the MNP shield. That's all 1911s. All semi-automatic pistols that have a detachable magazine. That's like every single pistol, modern-day pistol. Walter, they're gone. Walter PBK, the Walter P99. All of it is gone. Okay. Um, the manufactured weight cannot exceed 50 ounces. Uh, semi-automatic shotguns are now illegal. Okay, so they just talk about all that. I'm not going to read that, but I will read prohibitions and penalties. Prohibition, section 922 of such title amended by adding the end of the following. It shall be unlawful for a person to possess a firearm or ammunition unless the person is carrying a valid license. In the case of a firearm owned by the person, the firearm is registered to the person under section 922. In the case of a firearm owned by another person, the firearm is so registered to such other persons. Such other persons has identified the attorney general that the firearm has been loaned to the person and has the possession is during the loan period specified in the notice it shall be unlawful for a person to transfer firearm or ammunition to a person who is not licensed it shall be unlawful for a person to sell or give a firearm or ammunition to another person unless the person has notified the attorney general of the sale or gift it shall be unlawful for a person to loan a firearm or ammunition to another person unless the person has notified the attorney general of the loan how many attorney generals do you plan to hire because i don't think one person can do this this would take years to get your license if it's just the attorney general doing this. And it doesn't say that you're going to create another attorney general or numerous attorney generals like per district. The identity of such other person in a period for which the loan is made. It shall be unlawful for a person holding a valid license Issued under Section 932C to transfer a firearm to an individual who has not attained 18 years of age. A person who possesses a firearm or to whom a license is issued under Section blah, 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 shall have in effect an insurance policy issued under Section 922D. Penalties. Such title is amended by adding at the end of the following. Whoever knowingly violates these shall be fined not less than 75 thousand dollars and not more than 150,000 in prison not less than 15 years and not more than 25 years or both whoever knowingly violates section shall be fined not less than $50,000 and not more than $75,000 who's going to end up paying for this 15 years in prison i mean this is this is awful so yeah, it pretty much goes on in that, but that's those are the main points. I know I said I was going to read all of it, but I read about 15 pages, okay? 
a lot of it is talking about how um, the type or the mo make and model of the weapon. So that way they encompass everything. Even though they didn't technically encompass everything. So I have a rebuttal for Sheila Jackson Lee. I guess she has three names. I have a rebuttal, okay? This is this is my law. All right? A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, comma, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. That's my law. So you can take your law and shove it up your ass because that is my law. That triumphs any law you plan to uh, do. So, like I said, guys, keep writing to your congressman. Keep writing to your Senate. Tell them it's a freaking disaster. If they vote for it, you're going to make them pay. You will make them pay by kicking them out of office in 2022 and 2025. And I hope you do. So, and you know what's funny? Because while I was looking up Sheila Jackson Lee, besides the, you know, AR-15 that's heavy as five or two 50-pound moving boxes, I mean, even with all the ammunition, it's not as heavy as a moving box. I, I guess Sheila Jackson packs light. You know, who am I to, who am I to say that she doesn't pack light? She could be, she could be packing super light. Well... There's a funny story. Sheila Jackson took a first-class ticket. And then when the original owner of the first-class ticket came to his seat, he she called him a racist. Even though this guy was a, um, a human rights advocate, she called him a racist. Oh, you're uh, you're racist. This is this is my seat. I deserve I deserve this seat, even though I didn't pay it. I paid for the seat in the back, but I get this seat. I this is actually, <laughs> I mean, this is ridiculous. And people voted for this girl. People voted for this idiot. Oh. She steals people's, you know, seats and then calls them a racist when they're confronted about it. When when they came up and was like, uh, excuse me, ma'am, this isn't your seat. Your ticket says you're coach. All right. You paid for coach. Well, you guys are racist because I deserve this seat. No, Sheila Jackson, you deserve the seat if you pay for it. That's how it works. You have the money. All right. You live in like a two million dollar house. So why not just use that money? To buy a first-class uh, ticket if you really wanted it instead of stealing it. Anyway, that's uh, that's the end of this episode. Thanks for listening. I'm Jamil Gabriel, and I'm signing off.